right. So we're a Boulder, Colorado company. People relate to us in the outdoor endeavors. People are bringing their cannabis with them for various things. So we're trying to really hone in on the, the outdoor lifestyle and kind of fit more like an REI type. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in the Raising Cannabis Capital Series, we are joined by Skip Stone, who's the CEO of StashLogic. Skip, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. I've been following your podcast for a while, so it's an honor to be involved. Oh, we're happy to have you. We've done a lot of shows about companies that provide products and services leading up to the sale, but we haven't been, done very many shows about companies that provide post-sale products or services. Let's start there. What are some of the post-purchase concerns or challenges that patients encounter? I guess I would say keeping edibles out of kids' hands has kind of been our driving force for us. Mm-hmm. Edibles need to be locked up around kids. So that's kind of been our primary selling point. But in addition to that, there's a lot of other challenges with how you carry and consume cannabis. And in general, cannabis is dirty and smelly and sticky, but it's also beautiful and fragile and it's medicine and it's not for everybody. So there's a lot of different challenges to tackle. Everybody has their different needs, but we look at it from our tagline of thoughtful, secure, and discreet. So yeah. It's kind of where this, your, your company, Stash Logic, comes in. It's thoughtful, secure, and discreet personal cannabis storage systems. Whether you're traveling or you have it in your car or you have it at home, I mean, you don't want to screaming, guess what's in this bag, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. Not everybody wants to wave the green flag saying, look, that smell is me over here. You know, a lot of people want to be discreet and explore this new world in private on their own terms. Yeah, it's nobody's business. And plus, like you said, you have it at home. You don't want the house cleaner tapping into it or your worse yet, your children or their friends. And I think if I read correctly, your storage systems have locking mechanisms on them. Right. So the concept was I enjoyed edibles and have for many years. But once 2014 came around and Colorado legalized gummy bears and all sorts of more predictable low dose microdosing options. I realized there's a big opportunity here and also realized that my two young kids and babysitters and others could potentially be affected. So I thought that's a problem that the whole world is going to experience at some point. So I decided to start moving that forward and with some options on how to store things responsibly, meaning to lock it and keep it out of the wrong hands. Yeah. And it's odor free. That's another selling point of the product. Yes, we handle odors multiple ways, but that's definitely one of our bigger, that's kind of the discreet part of our tagline. Mm-hmm. But we either seal the odors in with zippers and gaskets or liners, and sometimes we're absorbing, sometimes we're, we're trapping odors inside. So there's a lot of different ways depending on which product we're using. You know, I'm, I'm on your website right now, and you have a lot of different styles, but they almost it's, it's almost like fashion. I'm going to get myself in trouble here because I have no idea about fashion, but they look like handbags. I mean, as far as I know, they look like handbags. So originally our products are probably most known for our storage cases, which they are travel bags, but they're also used for at-home use, and that's a great use case for our products, and that's probably the, where we got our most traction but we know that there's a lot of different opportunities 
people are traveling, people are going for a night in the town, maybe they're going to visit their in-laws, maybe they're just going to work or riding a city bus. How do you tackle all of these challenges? One product isn't going to fit everybody's needs. So Again, very stylish, but very discreet. It could be anything. It's not screaming what's inside on the outside of the, of the handbag or the carrying case. Right. So we're a Boulder, Colorado company. People relate to us in the outdoor endeavors. People are bringing their cannabis with them for various things. So we're trying to really hone in on the the outdoor lifestyle and kind of fit more like an REI type Mm -hmm. image, less of like a Prada type fashion, more going for what we think people are using these things for is hiking and biking. Yeah. Things that they're out and about. It's definitely got the Boulder vibe to it. My daughter goes to CU, and so I'm I'm there quite a bit. It's definitely got that sort of vibe to it. It really is cool. Let's jump forward. You've been doing this for a few years now, and I had a chance to look at your financials, and a couple things just jump right off the page at me. The, The biggest one is you guys are cash flow positive with really big profit margins. That's impressive for a young company. Yeah, we feel really fortunate. Part of it is necessity because this industry is challenging. It's hard to get access to money. We have raised some, but we've been up and running for about three and a half years now, and we haven't raised in a couple years, and mostly because we've just been heads down building the business. We run a small team. We try and minimize all of our complexity by incorporating a lot of software and just outsourcing lower value work. So we have a pretty lean and mean team. We handle almost everything we do in-house from design to advertising, marketing, photography. So part of that good steward, good operators is that it's been a bit of necessity. But yeah, we feel really fortunate. Things are working. I'd say I was looking at the, the ROI that the seed round investors are getting is <laughs> great. They must be psyched. Yeah. A lot of that was friends and family. We have a co-founder and then a couple other more regular investors. But yeah, they're they are happy with our progress, obviously. We're cash flow positive. We don't need to raise money, but we see a big opportunity here. So we want to grow much quicker, and it's going to take a while if we have to do it organically. Industry-wide is a land grab, and you're a first mover. And in order to gobble up market share right now, it, it makes sense that this is the time to start your Series A round. And you're launching it, and I got to say, it looks very investor-friendly. I mean, it looks great for investors. Are you comfortable sharing some of the details with us? Sure. We're raising a million dollars. We're doing that at a $5 million valuation. We feel the timing is important, and we'd love to get going on our master plans. But yeah, we've you said we're cash flow positive last year. We did have 59% profit margin. So 59%. That is just, that's just great. For a three-year-old company, that is so well done. But we've been speaking with Skip Stone from Stash Logic, and we'll have all their contact information and investor information on the MJ Bulls website. And Skip, this looks like a really investor-friendly opportunity for people, and I, I don't know that it's going to be around long. If somebody's interested, they may want to get in touch with Skip right away. Skip, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate it. And yeah, if anybody's trying to get a hold of me, we are in the midst of this round, and it's um, reach me at skip at stashlogics.com good luck with this skip and let's stay in touch okay sounds great Dan thanks for listening to today's show 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.